Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there will be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Bro Ola. Good day, listeners. May God mightily touch and bless you wherever you are listening to me today. Thanks for letting us into your word. It's always a pleasure to share God's word together. The psalmist says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of God. The title of my message today is, let us adjust our optics. Will we see things? Let's change our views. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We look at you in expectation that you would open your mouth to us and that your hand will follow your mouth. It says, Solomon says, Blessed be God who has done with his hand what he said with his mouth. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Like I said, the title of my message is Let Us Adjust Our Optics. I want to first acknowledge that I got this scripture from listening to a pastor back in Nigeria. Anselm Madubuko, I don't know if you ever, but and God bless such men of God. So our Bible passage is Joshua 6, verses 22 to 25. Unless otherwise stated, all Bible quotations are in New King James Version. But Joshua had said to the two men who had spied out the country, Go into the Allot's house, and from there bring out the woman and all that she has, as you swore to her. And the young men who had who had been spies, went in, brought out Rahab, her father, and mother, and all that she had. So they brought out all her relatives and left them outside the camp of Israel. But they burned the city and all that was in it with fire. Only the silver and the gold and the vessels of bronze and iron they put into the treasury. And Joshua speared Rahab the harlot, her father's household and all that she had, so that she dwells in Israel to this day, because she hid the messengers when Joshua sent his power. Let us look at verse 25 again, in which the author, believed to be Joshua himself, summarized the whole situation for historical purposes. And Joshua speared the Rahab the harlot, her father's household, and all that she had. Please notice the term Rahab the harlot. Can I turn your attention to verse 22 for a bit of a contrast? That was when the oppression unfolded in real time as it was happening. But Joshua had said to the two men who had spied out the country, go into the harlot's house and from there bring out the woman and all that she has. Go into the harlot's house and from there bring out the woman. Pause for a moment. Let's hear that sentence again. Go into the hallow's house, and from there, bring out the woman. Do you notice it wasn't bring out the hallow? It was the woman. The woman. Isn't she the hallow? Yes, she was. And yes, she is. But she isn't 
she isn't the mess she created. It may be a harlot's house, and she is the reason why it's called so, but otherwise she was a woman. Otherwise she was a woman. The part of my message is otherwise she was a woman. Let me first say, I will be saying some things below that are just that are imaginative attempts to capture Rahab's sad plight. What she could have gone through in the light of Joshua, verse, Joshua 6.22. Go into the hallowed house. From there, bring out the woman. So how, so here we go. We start from the first time she ever prostrated her body. And, you know, Louis Carroll in Alice in Wonderland said, begin at the beginning. So, so we are going to begin at the beginning. Go into the harlot's house and there bring out the woman. So the first day she did it and she got paid for it. Whether she felt bitter or she felt better, she was a woman. When she was living in denial, doing it secretly, denying she was a harlot, she could stop whenever she wanted. She was a woman. The day she came to terms and decided to make it a profession, she was still a woman. Go into the harlot's house. Bring out the woman. The woman has been caught in the mess. Her situation has become a description. But she was always a woman. When the house became a house of ill repute, everybody started to call her, call her house the harlot's house. She was still a woman. Maybe when nobody would rent her a place and the whole city situated her on the wall of the, of the, of the city, exposing her first to the enemy's attack, she was still a woman. Go into the harlot's house and there bring out the woman. Don't bring out the harlots. Bring out the woman. When she walks the street and people avoided her like a plague, she was a woman. Times when they spat on her in the market square, she was still a woman. Go into the hallowed house. From there, bring out the woman. When men that came to engage her services call her a whore down the street, she was still a woman. Don't bring out the hallowed. Bring out the woman. For times she looked in herself in the mirror and wondered whatever happened to her, the innocent little girl that grew up in church or in her case, the synagogue, she was still a woman. When she avoided her friends on the street because of the life she's living, she was still a woman. Otherwise, she was a woman. Don't bring out the harlot. Bring out the So that will lead me to the second part of my message. The truth is God never saw a harlot. Men did. Of course, Rahab herself did. The evidences were visible to the blind, audible to the deaf. But God never ever. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the household appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. 1 Samuel 16 verse 7b, New KJV. God always saw a woman locked up in her heart. I wish she saw this earlier. She should have, she would have stopped the allotry the next minute. 
When Gideon saw himself a weak man and threshed the wheat in the wine press in order to hide it from the Midianites, God saw a mighty man of valor. Everybody saw a woman bent over for 18 years. Jesus saw the daughter of Abraham. Everybody saw a childless, sorry, a childless Abraham. God saw a father of nations. Hannah was called barren. God said, no, that's the prophet's mom. Peter was impetuous and fickle. He promised to die for Christ, but next minute he slept off in the garden, then denied Christ by swearing and curses. But all the while, Jesus saw his, his, his designate, a worthy successor, the person he could hand over the church to. The list goes on. I pray that as you are listening to me today, that God will reveal to you what he sees when he looks at you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Let me shock you. According to Matthew 1, 5, Simon, the, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Let me shock you. God always saw Simon's wife, not Rahab the harlot, a mother to the worthy Boaz, the husband of Ruth. God always saw Jesus' great, great grandmother. Every time, even when she was caught in the mess of the mess, let us change our optics. First, change it about yourself. See the way God sees you. And today, make the adjustment. Go into the harlot's house. Go into the mess she's created and bring out the woman. Don't bring out the harlot. Joshua means Jesus. The literal translation of Joshua, Jesus is standing at your door today, saying, I want to bring you out of the mess. You said, but I created the mess. He said, that doesn't matter. I'm bringing you out of woman from the mess you created. I pray today that you will stop defining yourself by the mess. You won't mesh with the mess. You would know that God sees you differently. And you will walk out. And that understanding will walk you out. The day it clicked to the prodigal son that it, my father's house, even servants had lived better life. The Bible says she stood up and she, and he stood up and he walked out. And there was no force on her that could hold him down. I pray today that out of your harlot's house, out of the mess you've created, that you've that's turned you that you used to define yourself. The woman is coming out. You're welcome into the kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's adjust our optics, friend. Hallelujah. The entrance of the word brings light. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Hallelujah. Oh God, we thank you for the revelation. We thank you, Lord, that. Truth begets vision. We thank you, Lord. You say that we shall know the truth and the truth will set us free. And so, Father, I pray today for the man and the woman that has heard this word, that has been held in the wrong perception, in the wrong optics, that the eyes of understanding may be enlightened. Oh, Father, I pray. 
I decree and declare, O God, that the truth of this world will cause hearts to open, to receive light in the name of Jesus. O Father, I decree and declare that the blindness which the enemy uses to cause the veil to blind man and the woman will fall off even at this moment. And the light, the glorious light of this truth will fall in the heart of the man and the woman that has received this message today and will cause them to begin to see themselves as God sees them. Oh, Father, this is our prayer. We thank you for the victory. Thank you that our eyes have been cleared. Our eyes have been cleaned. Thank you that no longer is a veil covering our eyes. But our God, we see the truth. Like the man that Jesus heals. He said, I see men as trees. But now we see clearly. Oh, amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved such a wretched sinner. I can see now. I'm free, I'm free, I'm free in the name of Jesus. And so, friend, you can receive this message and you can have your name written in the book of life at this moment. Call upon Jesus, call upon him now, and the burden will fall off your shoulders. The burden of sin, the blindness of sin will fall off right now, and the truth will spring forth in your heart like trees planted by the rivers of water, bearing fruit in season and out of season. And we thank you, Lord, for it in Jesus' name. Contact us and we send you some resources to help you. This is the day that the Lord has made. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-377. Seven seven four five. Thank you. Bye for now.